Anastasia and this is Cozy Corner, a place for me to talk about life and feelings and art and anything else on my mind. So grab a drink and get cozy and we'll begin. Hello, I'm back. I always say I'm back now, I think. Maybe that's like my little, um, what's the word? This is a bad start to the podcast. I've already forgot a word. Maybe that could be my little trademark. I'm back. So anyway, welcome. New podcast episode. I have missed you as always. I miss sitting in this chair, but honestly, I'm going to be real with you now. I tried to record this podcast and you've probably guessed from the title, I'm talking about toxic friendships. Um, And the first time I recorded it was just a huge fail and I just felt super triggered and super bothered and unhappy and stressed and really, really doubted myself and my experience. (sighs) I just hope that this goes well. Um, I'm really scared to share some of this stuff and I'm really nervous to talk so truthfully about something that I always get asked about. So I wanted to talk about toxic friendships because it's something I've experienced and it's something that affected my life so negatively. Um, And whenever I bring up this subject, plenty of you kind people say that you've had similar experiences. And I just wanted to bring light to my own experiences and maybe it would help someone going through a similar thing right now. So yeah, hopefully. Or even if it's something you've been through, maybe this will make you feel a little bit more... I don't know, less alone um, in recovering from one of those toxic friendships. So enough rambling. I want to just start with a little disclaimer to say if you've come to this podcast because you think I'm going to spill some tea or some drama or I'm going to name names, that's not what I'm going to do. Sorry to disappoint, but not my style and there's no point in me doing that. So yeah, no names, no drama, no tea. This is just my experience of a toxic friendship. So I was in a toxic friendship. I had a friend who was toxic and honestly, leaving that friendship was one of the best things I've done for myself in my 20s. So really changed my life. Um, And I know I'm kind of starting from the end now. I'm starting from when I left, but it has made such a difference in my life. So what is a toxic friendship? What even was my experience? Um, I would say that a toxic friendship is something that makes you feel off. Do you have those friends when you hang out with them? You feel uncomfortable and you feel like you exert in so much energy that maybe they're not reciprocating. When I say that, I don't mean that every friendship has to be equal effort all the time because that's just not realistic. We all go through stuff, but I feel like we all know someone in our lives who kind of just takes and isn't there when you need him. So that was one of the main things I noticed in this ex-friendship that I had was that I was always there for that person. And I think as many of you probably are too, I'm the kind of person who really, I get pleasure from being a good friend and like being there for someone. But certain people can take advantage of that. And there came a point when I'd just gone through a really bad breakup. I was really ill, like I was bedridden with pneumonia for about a month. Some of you may know that, but it was a horrible time and that friend was nowhere to be seen. In all the times where I was having my own crisis, 
plenty more than just one time. It wasn't like a one-off. It was it was a lot. Um, I kind of had to deal with that on my own. And when someone's there claiming that you're their best friend and talks to you all the time when they need something, but then you are left feeling alone when you have to go through your own stuff, I just don't think that that's fair. I don't think that's right. And it can make you feel so lonely, even though you have a friend. Like, what even is that? Don't you feel that sometimes it's lonelier to have someone who isn't there to help you than to not have anyone at all? So yeah, that feeling of always giving, giving, giving and feeling like I was being taken from emotionally and used, it's a big thing to say, but that's how I felt. So other red flags, what do I have here? I think just the feeling that you get when you're with someone can also be a big sort of warning sign. So without sounding like a massive hippie, I do feel like I'm quite sensitive to my feelings and I'm quite empathetic and if there's a bad vibe I just do know and I would get that all the time with this friend where I just felt not comfortable in myself and I do think that's my body just being like this isn't right you need to leave and every time I would leave I would feel fine again. I remember, this is hard for me to say, um, I remember walking down the stairs in this person's house and I made my steps quieter because I thought that they were too loud and I felt like I was taking up too much space and being too much. And I was so conscious of the heaviness of my steps. And I know this probably sounds ridiculous, but that really sticks with me. At the time, I was like, oh, I'm probably just being too loud. And now I see it as, no, I was not comfortable being my whole self and felt like I had to change myself because the vibe was off. And now that just makes me so upset because I think of younger me in that situation. And I just think, come on. That was a huge red flag, like you felt it, you felt off. And also this leads on to the idea of making ourselves smaller to fit someone else. I think I've done this a lot and I'm trying not to do it anymore. I'm trying not to allow that and to kind of prioritise myself. But it is hard if you're in that kind of friendship when you, you just feel like you can't take up the space that you do usually exist in. And you do have to make your emotions quieter, your own feelings quieter. You have to put them to the side quite a lot, more than is healthy. Um, and when I say that, I just mean, yeah, in friendships, sometimes you just have to think about the other person and be there for them. But, but it gets to extremes when you're just doing that all, all, all the time. So I'm just here listing off a few things that kind of are warning signs to me and things that I look back on now and realise are wrong. And another one of those, hope I'm not boring anyone, would be that I felt as though this person didn't even know me because they never tried to. Isn't that sad? You know, I have obviously have other friends and lovely friends and I think of one of my best friends in particular and we know such cute little things about each other and I love that because she wants to know these things and friends just do, don't they? You spend time together and you learn things about each other through that time spent. With this person, it felt like none of my successes were celebrated or even listened to. None of my interests were celebrated, nothing like that. And for me, those are things that make friendships so lovely. But I just realised that this is so one-sided and I can't deal with it. I think if you're feeling that way, you know, of this person isn't even interested and it's just about sort of using you for their own gain or, or to feel better, you are worth so much more than that. And I was too, and I am. 
but I just didn't realise it at the time. I really think this is a case of as well, if someone constantly talks about how you are best friends and they love you, that's fine, but what is that person actually doing? For these parts of my life I'm talking about with that ex-friendship, I was very stressed, very depressed, and obviously there were plenty of good times too. And that's all anyone else sees, right? No one really knows the inner workings of all of this. Um, and there's so much stuff I could tell you, but there's no point. I'm trying to focus this on the idea of bad friendships and kind of recovering from them. But this was just a bad time for me. And I think I made stupid decisions and didn't think straight, didn't support myself, always felt that kind of self-doubt, all because of this friendship. I was always feeling like I need to go, like I don't know how, I don't want to let that person down. And all this time had that horrible gut feeling of this is not right. This is not right. I really think that friendships are... They are as difficult to navigate as romantic relationships are sometimes. I really believe that. And I think it's a lot harder to leave a friendship. Obviously, breakups are hard too. But with a friendship, it's hard because you feel this loyalty of, oh, we've been friends for years and they've had a hard time. But look, if it's one-sided, where is that loyalty? And don't let that person use that against you. Because if they weren't there, they weren't there. You know the truth and you have that gut feeling. So I think listen to that, even if you feel kind of bad. That's how I felt anyway. <sighs> so yeah, that was a lot and it's only like 1% of everything, trust me. But I just feel like I needed to share with you my own experience. And also to share how awful that had been for me. So I don't know, it just really sucked the life out of me. And I remember the day we stopped being friends because I kind of had to step away and say, I'm not doing this anymore. It was a huge relief. And I know I should probably say it was really hard and all this. It wasn't really hard. It was amazing. As soon as it happened, I felt like a weight had been lifted and I felt like, okay, I can get myself back on track. I remember I stopped being friends with that person because they were treating me very disrespectfully and they were gaslighting me even. They were lying to me to make themselves look better and to make me look worse, lying to other people about me. I just, it had all come to a head and I kind of felt stupid because I was like, why have I not dealt with this sooner? Why have I not left sooner? Why have I let it get to this point? But it's not my fault and it's not your fault. We can only do what we can do and when you're in a situation when you're in a relationship that is manipulative or that has a lot of pressure on you or you feel guilted or you feel used, it's so hard to leave. It is so difficult. And sometimes it really has to hit rock bottom for you to see that this is your way out. So I will be honest with you, a few weeks after the friendship ended, I, I had like this anxiety that people will think I'm horrible or, you know, People are going to find out, mutual friends and stuff like that. And it was quite an anxious time. Even though a weight had been lifted and I felt so much better, it was relief. I didn't have to worry about this anymore and I, I had so much more energy because I wasn't putting it all on one person. It wasn't being sapped. And I really, really felt like I had my life back apart from the fact that I was worried about what people thought. And if you are feeling that way or if you're worried about what mutual friends and stuff will think, I know you're going to say or think that I'm just being very basic here, but trust me when I say this, it doesn't matter. 
as long as you have acted kindly and you've acted honestly and you've been straight up with that person, as long as you have done your best in that situation, do not care what other people think. All the people that matter won't mind and the people that mind don't matter. That's what people say, right? If you have people that are annoyed at you for your decision or want to do pointless bitching or complaining, that's fine, but they obviously don't know you as a person enough. And you have to make that decision for yourself, not for anyone else. Do not stay because you're worried about what your mutual friends think. I promise you, you have to be truthful to yourself and do what's right for you. Now, the best thing for me about this was that I went fully no contact with this person and that was really helpful. I do not want them in any form in my life and I'm sticking to that for myself. I, I don't know, I know it's hard and I know that a lot of people find it difficult to just cut someone off, but I had to do that for myself because, because of my mental health. The most difficult thing is after having a friendship that's quite, quite public, you know, um, people ask questions and in a way that's the reason I wanted to do this podcast but I still want to be vague but I wanted to be honest about what happened without going into details and also to kind of draw a line under it. It's really hard when people ask me questions about this person and when people ask me what happened because when you've been through a relationship like that you don't want to talk about it in detail you don't want to be asked questions about it you just want to move on now you may say if you want to move on why are you talking about it that is because this podcast is my little safe space to share things with you and like I said at the start this might help you if you're going through a similar situation there's something about friendships and we just feel like we can't leave or like we have this loyalty and it kind of is used against us to make us stick around but you can leave it's okay it's better not to have that friend than to have them and not have them there for you something to consider also is that with these kind of friendships you might blame yourself in the long run like why didn't I do something or why did I stick around but things can turn toxic very gradually and all of a sudden you'll be doing stuff that you don't totally feel comfortable with doing or acting in a way where you're kind of using up your energy on someone in a way that doesn't leave any for yourself and you don't even realise how you got to that point. It's interesting how these friendships or how relationships can become like that over time and you're like, how did we even get here? Why is this acceptable? Why is this person even treating me in this way? It's not your fault for allowing it. It's that it happens so gradually you don't even know until you're right in the deep end. I think there are also signs looking back where everything makes sense, you know? Once you've left, you have that kind of perspective to say, okay, yeah, I wasn't the only one. With this friend I'm talking about, I noticed that a lot of people were distancing themselves from that friend and now, looking back, I feel really bad that I maybe didn't reach out to those people at the time and kind of say, I know what you're going through and leave myself, but there's no need to carry that guilt around. All I think now is the signs were there and people were already distancing themselves from this friend, rightly so. I was just a little later than them in doing so. I think also in my particular situation, it got to a point when, towards the end of the friendship, I just noticed all these things, the people leaving, um, treating me not respectfully, treating others with disrespect, beliefs that I don't align myself with, 
And all those things into one, really, it was like there was no other option, but I had to at some point cut that person off. On the subject of like having different beliefs, of course, friends can believe different stuff and whatever. That's the joy of life, isn't it? Meeting people with different opinions and different interests. But when someone has beliefs about things that you totally do not agree with, things about society, other people, anything like that, big issues, political issues, I really don't feel like I can be friends with someone who says stuff that I so passionately disagree with. Now, how to move on when something like this happens? So, like I said previously, I did feel that anxiety of what will people think, what will people say, but then I was like, it's not even worth it. Like I said, you just have to focus on yourself and know that you've made that right decision. And interestingly, when I was talking about doing this episode earlier, you know, when I said that I found it really difficult because I was kind of dismissing my own experience and sort of in denial and sort of doubting my own experience, I really think that's all part of this this whole traumatic time that I have to recover from. It's hard if someone has been dishonest or if someone has gaslit you to kind of say, I believe in what I'm saying 100% because they fill you with so much doubt. And yeah, that, that stayed with me. And it's really hard for me to say all this stuff. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, but it's really, really hard because there's part of me that's like, maybe it wasn't that bad. And isn't that annoying? Because it was bad, really bad at times. I was really, really alone and giving so much to someone that just couldn't care less about me or my interests or my struggles or the things that I was going through health-wise, mental health-wise, physical health, relationship, life, family, house, everything, all of those things that you desperately want to know about the people that you love. So it's hard for me to say it. It's hard for me to talk about it. And it's hard to be honest with you. It's hard for me to believe myself when I'm saying these words, even though I know them to be true. And if you're feeling that way, please, like, it's all right to leave. It's okay. You will get through it. And it seems like the hardest thing to do, but it will improve your life. I still struggle now sometimes with believing myself and kind of affirming the experiences that I've had. And I feel like maybe talking about that here will help me in that process. So that was emotion, that was hard for me, but I'm glad to get it out. And I want to reiterate, this was not to bash anyone. It's just to share my experience of a really hard time. And hopefully if I'm vulnerable about this, you'll feel a little better about your situation too, if you're going through a similar thing. <sighs> Big deep breath out. <sighs> okay, I'm done. That was it. I did it. I'm so proud of myself for actually getting through the episode and not crying or giving up. So if you got this far, send me a little email. Tell me what you think. I would love to hear it. So a little lighter note to end on. I've just ordered so much new merchandise for my store. I spent a few days just designing stuff, ordering stuff, and I'm so excited. And you know what? Today I feel really positive. For the first time in a while... I'm going to do some painting after this podcast and just get messy and glorious and talk to a few friends, have some nice dinner later. I don't know. I feel good today and that's something to focus on. 
I hope you've been doing good too. I know COVID is still affecting everything. Like, when will it actually even end? But maybe this podcast gave you a bit of time out. And yeah, hope you enjoyed it. If this is the first episode you listened to, please give the other ones a chance because I'm super proud of every episode and I cannot wait to share more. So talking of paintings, I want to give a little shout out. Every podcast, I do a little Instagram shout out to Blind the Sun. Blind the Sun is an artist called Ali and she makes these beautiful watercolour paintings that I am just obsessed with. I'm looking at some right now and there's a strawberry smoking with a little face. Can you imagine? A frog, a woman's head in a rose. Just beautiful, dreamy, almost psychedelic watercolour paintings. So I really recommend looking at her work. It's absolutely stunning. And your little word for today, your little word prompt is... Hmm, what shall I pick? Something based on what we've been talking about. Okay, your truth. I know it's two words, but hey, your truth. What is something that is true to you? What is something that you want to share? So hopefully that's helpful. If you make anything from the prompt, please let me know. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I promise next week will be a bit more lighthearted. I'm going to do some chatting and some assumptions about me and stuff like that. So hopefully that will be fun. And if you did listen to this and enjoy it, thank you so much. Just let me know because I love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being amazing. Bye for now. Bye, bye, bye.